Welcome back to Brailcast Extra. This episode was recorded on Tuesday, the 1st of March 2022, and introduced by Dave Williams. Hello, and a very warm welcome back to the Brailists Foundation. And this is part three of three uh, with Scott Davitt and Braille on iOS. Uh, how to get the most from using a refreshable Braille display with your iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch. Do people still have iPod Touches? Anyway, I think tonight we are going to be taking that request of how do we go about customizing uh, commands on the Braille display display in iOS. So without any further ado, I'm going to hand you over to Scott Davitt. Welcome back, everybody, to class three of using Braille displays on iOS devices. This time, we're going to talk about using Safari with a Braille display on iOS, how to set up customized keyboard commands, and we'll also look at a couple other examples where having these keyboard commands can come in handy. So it will be a packed masterclass as the other two were. And of course, we will give you time to ask questions at the end. So I hope you will stay tuned and also that you'll learn something. So Apple has done a lot of things over the years in terms of voiceover development and braille display development. But one thing that was always sort of frustrating to me as a longtime Braille user was I would keep asking them to add Braille display commands for specific things because they did not have that function available on the Braille display by using a keyboard command from the Perkins keyboard. So I would constantly say, oh, well, you know, it would be nice to do a double tap and hold on the Braille display. It would be great to have 3D touch on the Braille display, and so on and so forth. To a large extent now, you can do a lot of this customization on your own. This came about in iOS 11, for those who care, <laughs> about four, a little over four years ago now. Apple basically, I think, said, you know what, here's all the voiceover functions, or a majority of them anyway. You pick your own. We don't we don't want to mess with it anymore. And, well, I said, okay, that's what I'll do, and that's a lot of what I've done. But what I'm going to show you today, uh, specifically if you are someone who likes to browse the Internet, I think that probably includes everybody here, <laughs> are a few keyboard assignments that will actually, for me, they have anyway, sped up my ability to browse the web tremendously with a Braille display. It's important to keep in mind for those who use Bluetooth keyboards and those who are on Mantis displays that many of these commands are already available and are already part of the key map of using a QWERTY keyboard. So the thing to keep in mind with the Mantis is that this actually will not apply to you. Uh, if there's time, I will go through how to add new commands to the Mantis as well. So let's get into it, shall we? 
So the first thing we want to do is set up a few customizable commands, and these are not reassignments. There are many options for possible keyboard commands that don't have anything assigned to them right now, as you'll see when we go into this menu. So I'm going to use one I already set up a while ago, and that is backspace with the letter V which will take me to voiceover settings directly. Settings, accessibility, back button. Now that I am on the settings page for voiceover, I need to find Braille. I'm going to hit space with F. Enter search tax. Type in BRL, enter. Braille, Braille, TRI-20X, output, there contracted, button. And now what I'm going to do is go down and find the Braille display I'm currently connected to. And by the way, uh, it might be important for you to know that if you have, say, for example, an Orbit Reader 40 and you have um, another device like, oh, I don't know, a Focus display or a Brilliant or any other display, when you set these up, they only apply to the display that you're currently using. So if you have, say, a Focus and an Orbit Reader, you would need to, unfortunately, set up a separate set of commands, even if you make them the same, and I would recommend doing that. But you will have to go in and configure them for each Braille device. The reason that is done, as far as I know, is because each of those displays have things that make them unique. For example, the Focus has all kinds of buttons and switches on the front that are not present on the Orbit Reader or the Brilliant. So Apple has decided to separate those out and to make it so that you can do further customization. So for example, if you want to hit the right rocker bar up and assign that to a function, well, it doesn't really apply to what you're doing on the Orbit Reader or uh, a Brilliant, so you would then have a bunch of things that were not applicable. So I'm guessing that was where they came up with that, but I really don't know. So now I am going to, as I said, find the Braille display that I have currently connected. So I am going to hit space with dot four to go through the menu to get to where I need to be. Braille status cells button. I'm pressing it a lot of times. Word wrap. Braille, ignore, choose, APA, selected, Braille, TRI-20X, 650. So that is the Braille display I currently have connected. From here, I have to hit space with dot six to go to more info. Uh, space with dot three will also do it. It really doesn't matter which you use. More info. I'll select that. Space with three six. Braille commands button. And here we have Braille commands. And you can also come in here to um, disconnect or forget the device. But this is what we're looking for, which is Braille commands. Braille button. We have a series of categories. The first category is Braille. And I'll just go through them all. Device button. Interaction button. Keyboard button. Navigation button. Rotor button. Voiceover button. Reset all Braille key assignments button. Reset all Braille keyboard key assignments. So if you really mess things up, 
and I've seen people do it. In fact, the first time I started doing this, when iOS 11 came out, I went pretty crazy myself, and then I was like, well, I know I programmed something in for that. <laughs> and I was kind of lost, so I had to come in here and reset everything. So uh, that's just something to keep in mind. You do have the reset option there to return everything to factory default if you find that you completely mess things up. So always great to have the uh, option to go back to where you were originally. So let's take a look at a couple of these categories. I think we might actually look a little bit at all of them. I'll go back to the top with space and L. Rail, TRI 20X, 6. I'll hit my space with dot 4. I almost said right arrow, because I'm still sort of in mantis mode. Braille commands, heading, braille, button. So the braille category, and I don't know why some of these were put into the category they were. I also don't know why there is no search field. By the way, there is another menu within VoiceOver called Commands, but if you want to set Braille display commands, you actually have to do it in here. And there is a search feature in that version of it. The uh, problem is, is that Braille display commands don't show up when you search for them. You know, you'll get a keyboard command, you'll get all these other things, but Braille display commands, for whatever reason, you still have to come into the Braille menu, go to more info under the device that you have connected, and then go to Braille commands. So let's look at some of the things that you can customize here in the Braille menu. Decrease auto advance speed button. If you would like to set up a command to decrease the amount of time, uh, if you have the auto scroll or auto advance function turned on, you can set up a specific keyboard command to do that. There's also one for enable auto advance button, enabling it. So if you would like to enable auto advance through a simple keyboard command, you can come in here and set that up. This is what I mean. There's all these things that don't have any commands currently that we're looking at, and it really can open up a whole new world of uh, productivity. It certainly has for me. If I go with space and dot four to the right one more time. Increase auto advance speed button. Then we have the increase auto advance speed. Next input mode, dot two plus dot three plus dot six plus space bar button. I went to the right one more time and you'll notice it said next input mode and then gave me the command space with dot two plus dot three plus dot six. Actually, I think it said space last. Anyway, whatever. The uh, the point is, if there's already a command associated with that particular com uh, function, it will tell you. So you can actually use this not only as a way to set Braille display commands, but you can also come in here and browse if you want to uh, study, for example, a list of the commands you currently have. Next output mode, dot one plus dot two plus dot four plus dot five plus spacebar button. Pan left, dot two plus spacebar button. So all of these items that we are going through, by the way, are things that you can change. So for example, if you did not want, oh, I don't know, let's just go with the next one. I believe that would be pan, pan to the right. 
pen right, 65,793, button. That's a weird one. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a brilliant issue um, that Apple hasn't addressed. But anyway, it is space with dot five to pan forward or use your panning keys on your Braille display. Pretty much, I don't know of any that don't have panning keys. But you can, for example, reprogram the space with dot five to pan forward to something else if you wanted to. You get the idea. So there are a lot of commands in here. All the other categories have a lot of commands. But I wanted to come in here, and we're actually not going to change anything here. We're going to go to a different section. But uh, I just wanted to give you a general idea of some of the other menu options that are out there and to tell you that each category has several options underneath it that you can set up. Since this is a demonstration slash class on Safari, I think one of the things we're going to want to look at are commands to navigate the web. I'll hit space with B to escape this menu or submenu or whatever you want to call it. Braille button. And I am going to go and find <laughs> these commands. Because again, there's no search, so you really have to move around if you don't know what you're looking for. Device button. Interaction button. Keyboard button. Navigation button. I hit space with that four several times. I am now on navigation. I'm about 99% sure that we'll have what we're looking for. Space with three six. First item dot one plus dot two plus dot three plus spacebar button. And there are again all kinds of navig in this case navigation options like going to the first item, which we have talked about already. Space with L. Last item dot four plus dot five plus dot six plus spacebar button. Move in button. So you see there, move in does not have a command associated with it. That has to do with flat navigation versus uh, group navigation. We're not going to get into that. It's really not a feature ready for prime time yet, in my opinion, anyway. So I have a lot of commands here, and I would guess there are probably 40 or 50 in this menu alone. We can't go through them all. So what I'm going to do is I want to set up a keyboard command to jump to the next heading. To quickly find it, I'll hit space with F for find. Enter search text. I'll just type in heading and press enter. Next heading button. It found it, and you see there it does not have a keyboard command associated with it. Let's change that. Braille keys, heading. No assigned braille keys, dimmed. I'm just moving to the right. If I go one more to the right with space and dot four. Assign new braille keys button. We have the assigned new Braille, uh, Braille Keys button. When I hit this, I have to press the keyboard combination immediately. If you don't hit it immediately, sometimes it doesn't register and you have to back out and do it again. So before you hit that button to assign a new Braille keyboard command to it, it's important to know what you want to set it as before you go ahead and do that. I have a specific set of commands that I set up regardless of the Braille display. As somebody who runs a research facility, I'm bouncing between Braille displays a lot. So I want to come up with something that's going to be universal. 
with the letter H, for example, is available on all displays with a Perkins keyboard, so I'm going to do that. First, I need to activate this button. Again, it's Assign New Braille Keys. That's the title of it. So I'll hit space with 3-6, followed by dot .8 with the letter H. Selected. Alert. Press Braille Keys. Assign New Braille Keys button. And it was successful, and I know that because I'm back in the previous menu. But if I wasn't sure... Heading not found. I just hit dot .8 with H, and it said heading not found. Assign new Braille keys button. But if I get out of here again, space with B. Next font change button. Next form item button. That's another one we're going to change. We're going to assign a command that. Let's go ahead and do that. And next form I use for the next form uh, item. Dot eight with F. Braille keys heading. No assigned Braille keys dimmed. Assign new Braille keys button. I'll hit space with 3-6 here on sign new Braille keys. Select alert. Press Braille keys. Enter with F. Assign new Braille keys button. And there we go. Space with B gets me out of here. Next different item button. And um, I think heading, I think these are in alphabetical order. So if I do space with dot four again, probably at least twice. Let's see. Next font change button. Next form item button. Next heading button. At this point, they are not showing or uh, vocalizing those keyboard commands, even though they have been assigned. That's how it works for whatever reason. But if you go back again and come back in, you will see that they are here. Conversely, a uh, previous heading, I probably want to set that up. That would be, for me, dot seven with the letter H. Next image button. So let's uh, let's do. Enter search text space with F P R E V I O U S space H E A D I N G. Enter. Previous heading button. Excellent. Once again, space with dot three six cursor routing button or select if you're on an orbit product. Braille keys heading. No assigned Braille keys dimmed. I'll go to the right one more time to... Assign new Braille keys button. Space with 3-6, and then follow that up with dot 7 and H. Select alert. Press Braille. Assign new Braille keys button. I think previous form item, again, because we are looking at things in alphabetical order here, would be... A couple of items to the left once I hit space with B to get out of here. Previous character button. And you'll see there that it doesn't put you exactly where you were in the menu. Um, instead of going backwards with space with dot one, now we have to go forward. Uh, or I could do a find for form, but it's only a couple of options. Previous color change, previous container, previous different item button. Previous font change, but previous form item, button. There it is. And by the way, I'm doing it this way to also give you some idea of other commands that we aren't going to assign that perhaps you may want to. So previous form item. You might be able to guess from the other commands what I'm going to set that up as. Backspace with F. 
So let me select this. Braille keys, heading. Go to the right a couple of times. No assigned braille keys. De assign new braille keys button. There we are. And I'll hit space with dots 36, followed by dot 7 with the letter F. Selected alert. Press braille. Assign new braille keys button. Now we have those particular things set up. I'll show you a few more, though, even though this is a podcast about um, working with navigation in Safari. There are certainly a ton of commands here that you can use. I'll hit space with B to back out of here. Previous character button. Space with B to back out of this submenu, which is the navigation category. Previous form item button. And... Previous form item, previous form item, button. VoiceOver has lost focus. So, um, because we're not actually in that menu anymore, I hit space with L in this case. That usually brings, uh, well, it'll bring focus to the top, but it'll also make it so that I can actually see what's on the real screen. Braille, TRI-20X, set Braille commands, heading. Okay, we are where we are supposed to be, and I had to uh, hit space with L to bring focus back. Let's look at what else we have here real fast. Braille button. Let's say I want to go to voiceover. I can hit space with F, of course. Enter search text. V-O-I-C-E. Enter. Voiceover button. Let's see what we have in here. Copy speech. Dot one plus dot four plus dot seven button. Now that is not a command that Apple has set up. It's one I set up previously, but it does come in handy. Uh, for example, if you get a phone number that you quickly want quickly want to export to somewhere else, you can use the copy speech thing, and it will copy the last thing that was spoken verbatim, by the way. So if there's punctuation in it, even if the punctuation is not vocalized, it'll copy that as well. So that's another handy thing for many different reasons. Item chooser, dot two plus dot four plus spacebar, button. And we have here a lot of things that are set up by default, and you can change them if you'd like. Next search result, button. Next search result, that is something that can come in handy if you use the find function a lot. I just haven't bothered to set it up on this device. Open quick settings, button. Open quick settings does not have a... Um, braille display command, but if you wanted to set one, there you go. Open voiceover settings. Dot one plus dot two plus dot three plus dot six plus dot seven button. And there we have open voiceover settings. So let's take a look. Let's say I wanted to change this, or maybe I wanted to add another command because you can have multiple commands that do the same thing. Uh, let me select this. Braille keys heading. Dot one plus dot two plus dot three plus dot six plus dot seven. Actions available. And you heard there, actions are available. You can hit space with three or space with six. Delete. And you can delete it. Activate default. See, that's the only option. Now if I go forward one more, or to the right I should say, with space and dot four. Assign new braille keys button. I can do the process we did previously and assign it yet another command if I want. So those are a few things that you might find handy that we haven't assigned here on the class, but 
I think since I did four of them, that should give you a good idea of how to customize them and feel free definitely to browse all of the categories and see all the things that you can use and set up. I will say that they don't always all work as advertised. For example, um, to go to the next bolded text, say if you have a document with you know some sections that are bolded and some not, I found that that one did not work reliably. Uh, underline, when you set one up for that, that works, as far as I can tell, reliably, but for whatever reason, bold doesn't seem to. Let's quickly go into the Mail app before we do Safari so that I can quickly show you why the heading keyboard command can be helpful in Mail as well. I'll hit space with H twice to go to the app switcher. App switcher. Settings. Active. There it is. Available. I'll go to Safari. Active. Mail, available. which is space with dot one again to go to the previous item. Mail active. Actions available. Here's the mail app. Mail message content. Top tactical email newsletter header. I hit space with P to pause speech. This email has headings in it, which allow you to jump quickly from article to article. Now you'll recall I set up dot eight with H to go to the next heading. So if I press that now. Top tech tidbits for Thursday, February 24th, 2022, volume 840. This week's featured advertisement. No. And uh, I can quickly jump from item to item if I have the newsletter set up this way. Dear Scott, one, two, three, four, five. The top 10 breakthrough technologies of 2022 vertical line MIT technology review. I can hit, because I set it up this way, dot seven with H. Four, U, three, jaw two, FDA clears the first. And... I can quickly skip backwards. Now let's say I was going to do this with the rotor. Let me set the rotor to headings. Characters, word, lines, text selection, braille table, headings. And I can hit space with dot six. That will be the equivalent of flicking down one time on the touch screen. And space with dot three is the equivalent to flicking up. Three, JAWS tip, getting help in JAWS, heading level four. Well, that's a little off topic for this class but it will allow me to show you what happens. So let's say I'm interested in this particular item. I can do any number of things to have it continue reading in speech or braille, such as space with dot four, or just continue panning forward. I'll do that. Courtesy of Freedom Scientific. Actions available. HTTPS colon slash slash W. Okay, I hit space with P to make it be quiet. Now, you'll remember, I had the headings highlighted or selected in the rotor. Let's see what happens now when I hit space with dot six. Archive. The actions rotor comes back. So anytime you're not on a heading in the mail app, the actions rotor, because VoiceOver and Apple seem to think that that's what you want most, uh, most all the time, is going to follow you around. So that can be kind of frustrating, but... You know, if I wanted to go to the previous heading again, doesn't matter where I am on the email, dot seven with H. Three, JAWS tip. Now I'm back to item number three in the list. So that's really, I think, a very handy function, not only in the email app, but also in Safari. 
which is what we're going to talk about next. So, let me get out of the mail app. Space with H twice. App switcher. Mail. Active. Act settings. Active. Actions available. Moving left with space and dot one. Safari. Active. Here's Safari. Actions available. Let's go ahead and go into Safari. This Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Braille on iOS. Part 3. Link. List start. Hmm. That seems a little familiar, doesn't it, to you guys? I think perhaps we might know a little bit about that. So again, all of the commands that I normally have, space with L, will take me to the top. Um, space with 456 would take me to the very bottom. And of course, all of the custom commands I set up, dot eight with H, for example, will again take me to the next heading. Our aims, heading level two. Now let's say we would like to read an article. What I'm going to do for this one is two things. One, if I know I want to go to the address bar, I don't think there are any form fields on uh, this part of the page before. So let's do enter with the letter F. Page settings button. So now that we've found page settings, we are down into the bottom area. If I hit it again, Address, brailist.org, secure, text field. There is the address bar. Space with 3.6 will allow me to do whatever I want. For example, go to another website. Quick nav off. I'll hit dot seven to erase the uh, address that's currently in there. Selection deleted. HTTPS colon slash slash www.brailist.org. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the page for the uh, the research center that I run. So I'm going to type in hknc.org slash tric followed by dot eight. And it did load. Um, VoiceOver didn't really give us any speech feedback and the address bar just shows where I'm at. So let me go ahead and hit space with L. Quick nav on. Skip to main content. In page link. Actions available. And, of course, I can jump to the first header again with dot eight and H. Welcome to the Technology, Research, and Innovation Center. Heading level one. Main. Landmark. But let's say, for example, I want to find something specific on this page. Uh, there's a series of articles that are listed here. And the one I guess I'll go with is the article that talks about comparing five different 40-cell Braille displays and a lot of their different features. Of course, uh, because this page has a lot of headings on it, I can skip through them and finally get there. Or if I know a word in the title, say fortify, I know is one of the words in the title of that particular article, I can hit space with F once again. Enter search text. 40 cells to empowerment. A comparison of five braille displays to fortify your success. Heading level two. And that is that particular article. Now, it is not a link, so we have to go forward with space and dot four a couple times. To help decide which is best for your specific needs, this article will provide the following information for each device. Price, internal functions, battery life. I hit space with P to make it be quiet. So uh, to get to the actual link, 
the read more link. Read more. Visited. Link. I hit space with dot four again. Now I will select this with a cursor routing button, space with dot three six, or select. Read more. Visited. Link. And voiceover doesn't fully confirm it, which is something that's been going on for me here in this particular release. Space with L takes me again to the top. Skip to main content in page link. Space Actions with available. Now, of course, I can go heading by heading with because I set it up that way with dot eight and uh, H. 40 cells to empowerment. A comparison of five braille displays to fortify your success. Heading level one, main, landmark. Now, in this particular case, there's no advertisements on the page. There's not a ton of clutter. There's a little bit, but it's not horrible. Um, let me go back to the top and show you what I mean. Space with L again to go to the top. Skip to main content in page link. Actions available. I'm just going to hit space with dot four a couple times and let you hear. HKS, link, list start, landmark. Actions available. What we have here. HKNC, link. HKSB, link. Open, link. Viewing options, link. Login, link. Donate, link. Helen Keller National Center for Def. Open, link. Main, navigation, landmark. Actions available. So you get the idea. There's a lot of stuff around this. But we are going to get rid of it. And we are going to do that by enabling what Safari calls reader mode. There are two ways you can do this. One is to... Uh, go into the address bar and hit space with dot three or space with dot six until you get to it. Or, and this is uh, going to be a couple of new commands for everybody. If you have been just sort of following along, I think I mentioned at one point space with dot one and seven will emulate the command key, which it does. Space with four seven will activate the shift key and the command I want to do here is command shift with the letter R so I will hit and this has to be done pretty quickly space with that one seven then space with four seven and then R shift if I hit space with L 40 cells to empowerment a comparison of five braille displays to fortify your success heading level one article by Scott divert coordinator to October 29th Introduction, heading level two. There's the article, and there's nothing else on the page. It's only the article. If you have Reader View available, those are two ways you can get to it. And if you go into page settings, you can actually set it so that certain sites always open in Reader View, but I don't recommend doing that because it may be helpful sometimes when you're reading a specific article, but in other instances you might not be able to find what you want because you're not on the full site. So I uh, only set that up for a handful of sites that I never do anything other than read the articles that are posted on Twitter anyway, so I'm not missing anything. So this is a toggle. I can again hit dot one with seven and space, followed by dot four, seven and space, and then R. Command shift. Quick nav off. I don't know why QuickNav turned off, but when I go back to the top of the page, it'll turn back on. Skip to main content in page link. Hmm, that's interesting. QuickNav on. There it goes. So now the full site is there, and you can read it 
just like you would before we turned reader view on. So I think this is actually a good set of tools to get you started and some of the reasons you may want to use a Braille display and have some of these commands set up that Apple does not. I did want to talk very briefly, um, if you don't know, you can toggle things like shift and command on so that you don't have a very short time limit. The drawback to that, of course, is that they're toggles. So, for example, if I wanted to hit um, command and shift, I wanted to toggle them on, I would have to hit dot eight with spacebar and dot one to toggle on the command key. Command on. I can toggle the shift key on by pressing space with dots four and eight. Shift on. So those two keys, it's like I'm holding them down on my keyboard right now. So I've waited quite a while. Let me hit R. Quick nav off. And I think it did what I wanted it to do. But now those two keys are still held down. So I need to unhold them. And it's a toggle. And also a good review. So to turn the command key off, I'm going to hit space with dot eight and dot one again. Command off. Space with dot four and eight to turn the shift key off. Shift off. And now we are back to where we wanted to be. So you don't have to necessarily work with something that is a race. The issue is that you'll have to press uh, more keyboard commands to achieve it. So. There are various options there. And by the way, if you don't like some of these commands, like I showed you earlier, you can get rid of what's there or assign another command to it. Uh, that would be easier for you. I don't know, maybe enter with C or backspace with C for command. The choice is really yours. At this point, I think that's about all we need to cover. I think it's a great time to open up for questions and wrap this up. So... Thank you again, everyone, for allowing me to present, and I hope that you found some of the information in these three courses helpful for your use of Braille displays on iOS. Scott Davitt, thank you very much for your efforts over the last three sessions, putting together a, a wealth of information, certainly a lot to take in, plenty to think about, and I'm sure there will be questions. Thank you, Dave, and thank you, Scott, as well. Really, really informative stuff. So um, we're going to come to Jenny. You are good to go. Okay, Scott, I do have one question real quick. Can you tell me, you said that you, if you had time, you would talk a little bit about this, but can you tell me where I can find the information on how to add Braille commands for the Mantis? So the, uh, the Mantis information, where you'll find that and how you can reassign commands to it um, is to go to uh, settings, accessibility, voiceover, and then commands, and then... Oh. But there's one other thing that I didn't know until very recently. So when you go to keyboard commands, which is where you'll go because it's the Mantis, that will only show you commands that are already set up. 
if you want to have all commands uh, listed, which don't have uh, keyboard commands uh, assigned to them, you need to stick with the main voiceover um, commands area, if that makes sense. So instead of highlighting uh, or selecting a specific category, um, and you can use the search box in that area, by the way, and it will allow you to set keyboard commands for the Mantis. So just remember, you don't go into settings, uh, accessibility voice over Braille. You'll actually go settings, voice over commands. So is help? there a way to enable auto advance with the Mantis then or not? Nope. Nope. Um, oh, Apple is. I, I know. Um, I've told Apple about it. Hopefully they'll okay. address that. But what happened? I will that too. Was, Please do. <laughs> yeah. It, please do. Uh, as yeah. well, Jenny. <laughs> so the um, the only thing you can do, unfortunately, is uh, contact them because they okay. did not take that into account when they were putting Bluetooth uh, keyboard commands. Right. Okay. Well, that was my questions. Thank you, Scott, for your help. And I will talk to you soon on other lists, I'm sure. All right. Um, have a good night. Yeah, and, and I would I would loop um, humanware in on that that conversation oh, as well okay. uh, in terms of the mantis, you know, because if they can, you know, if they've got any any levers that they can pull at their end as well, it, it's it's it can't hurt. Mm -hmm. Thanks okay. for that, Jenny. Uh, great stuff. Uh, we're going to come to uh, David Weston in a moment or two, but a, a question from the chat. Uh, is it possible to uh, create a custom command to jump to the next checkbox? Someone tried to do it, but they weren't sure if they could find it or not. Um, I believe that is available, yeah. Um, I don't know for sure, though. Uh, you know, the, the, if it's not available, the other thing you can do is, of course, you'll have to deal with all the other forms, fields on the page, but checkboxes are considered form fields. So if nothing else, you can go in and set that. But I'm pretty sure there is one for checkbox. Yeah, is it controls? Is that what they call the, the category? So you can jump to next control. Sorry, it is form control, not form field. But yeah, that'll do it. All right, hope that helped. Uh, we're going to come to David Weston now. And David, you're good to go. A double-headed question is because I, I, I presume that you was uh, demoing where a braille display and an iPhone does the same command go with an, a braille display and my iMac. And the other half of the question, I I want 100% sure on this one was that when you gave a command, you said say uh, keystroke eight plus H, do you do the eight first followed by an H or do you do it all together? This is Scott, you know, I need to start specifying that. So thank you for bringing it up again because I meant to and then I forgot. So for example, when you have a space with uh, H or space with F, that means hold down the space bar and then add the keyboard command or the letter to it. So hold down space and press F. And I think you had another question as far as the, are the commands on iOS the same as the Mac? The answer to that is some are, 
uh, some are not. You know, there's also a lot of additional commands that are on the Mac that are not on iOS uh, for things that aren't, you know, you don't really need or use so much on the iPhone. Uh, of course, now, you know, one of them used to be interacting, you know, to start interacting and stop interacting, although that's now on the iPhone. But, uh, you know, before iOS 15, that wasn't a thing. So there weren't keyboard commands for it. Now there are. And to answer your question, by default, there are no keyboard commands set up on iOS for interaction to start interacting with a group or to stop. You have to set them up. Great stuff, as always. Uh, no hands uh, at the moment. Uh, Dave, any uh, questions, any comments from you? Yeah, absolutely. So, Scott, I wondered if you could just um, share a little bit about you know, your uh, contributions to Apple Viz. I first became aware of you through those articles, your top 10 tips. And then there was, uh, I think, a, se a sequel to that, you know, top another top 10 tips. Um, and I, I found them very, very helpful. And I've, I've delivered whole presentations uh, off the back of those. So I really appreciate that as some good info there that's really quite hard to find and is, is rounded up. Do you, do you want to just share a bit about that? And, and I think you mentioned a little while ago that you were thinking of doing, a, doing an update. So I don't have one place where all my stuff is. <laughs> I'll just start with that. You know, I've done uh, those articles. There are two of them on Apple Viz that cover uh, what Dave was talking about with the 10 tips and I'm hoping to do a third one, um, hopefully by the summer. I have one uh, article in the queue that's only really going to be helpful for people in the US because it's uh, examining captioning phone systems and their compatibility with Braille or lack thereof. But behind that will hopefully be another 10 tips article. And I will, I post everything I do on Twitter if that's uh, helpful. And so whether it's Access World, Apple Viz, or the uh, blog here with the Research Center, uh, I post pretty much everything I do on there. In fact, I retweeted uh, about this presentation. So um, I, I wish I had an answer as far as uh, one simple place that you could go to get everything. Uh, Apple Viz, A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S, dot com is one and the hknc.org slash tric is the other what i can do um if it would be helpful we're gonna have quite a handout here <laughs> i can add some links to things that people may find of value or dave because i don't know it, it's it's harder to do yeah, this please when... do. I mean, put as much in there as you like, Scott, you know, because uh, we're, we're always been asked for, you know, resources. And uh, I think that handout, yeah, it could end up being quite big. But, you know, if we, uh, you know, if we structure it right and, uh, you know, we index it right, then I think that could be potentially a very valuable resource. And we'll try and make sure that goes out on the um, perhaps on the Brailists forum as well, because I know you're active um, on there. Um, had a question from the chat. I think this is more of a clarification. When you uh, were demoing that um, demoing Safari with your um, Braille display comparisons, um, someone is asking where they can find that article. I think that's referring to the one that you wrote for your uh, research facility. 
Sure. I'll, um, I'll give the, the link just to the page that has all the articles on it. Um, and I'll put this in the handout if that's what we want to do. I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Uh, the, the website is HKNC, Helen Keller National Center, HKNC.org slash T-R-I-C. It's trick without the K on the end because, well, we're pretty tricky people, I guess. Uh, so that's the URL to the main site. And I'll make sure to put that in the um, the handout as well. It may take me another couple of weeks to get it done <laughs> because it's uh, quite comprehensive, but I'm happy to do that. And I think we can also post one of uh, you know, the handout on the Brailleless form itself, right? I think yeah. that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, definitely. I will I've made a note and uh, I'll I'll shout that out again at the um at the end of this session. Scott, where do we find you on Twitter? Sure. My Twitter username is just my name, Scott Davert, and that's all one word. S C O T T D A V as in Victor, E R T as in Tango. So that's, like I said, pretty much anytime something new comes out that I've done, I put it on there. Why do you think it is, Scott, that, that you know, you, you seem to have become um, a bit of a go-to person when it comes to Braille on, on iOS? And I mean, I've, I've got some thoughts about that, but, you know, you, you've uh, really kind of carved out uh, a bit of a bit of a niche for yourself, I think, um, because it is an important area, and it's often an area that is difficult to really find good information on. You know, things like um, the space with N command, for example, where you can review your kind of history of of uh, voiceover announcements, which is a Braille only uh, command. There isn't it doesn't appear to be a way to do that with speech. Um, you know, things like that, quite hard to find, actually, unless you know where to look. Oh, and that's the thing. Before iOS 11, whenever a new release would come out, I would try every possible combination. I would go into the help menu, space with K. I know I mentioned that before. And I would just start hitting commands and see uh, what new commands there are uh, as of that version. And that was the only way. Uh, I was able to really figure out, oh, okay, this command does this, this one does that. And then, of course, uh, now you can go into, you know, your commands area and see not only what commands there are, not only what you can add, but also when they add new things on there, and they do fairly regularly. So with each new iOS release, I really have to go in there. I think I wrote in one of my articles well, here's what Detective Davert figured out during this beta cycle of, I think it was iOS 14 or 15. So that's really where, where it's come from. And why? Well, it's all I pretty much use if I can. Now I have to use Windows because of all the issues that we're having, particularly with mail. But uh, as someone who can't really understand, understand synthesized speech, I'm pretty much 100% dependent on Braille. So... Uh, it's basically my livelihood, and I realized, just like you did, there's no real resources on it. So that kind of became a thing I started doing, and you know, continue to do because it seems to help, you know, people who are in a similar similar situation. And uh, that's all I want to be able to do is help other people. 
Yeah, and necessity is the mother of invention, and and that's why we, you know, that's why we built the Brailers Foundation because we realised there was a gap there that uh, there needed to be a place where those of us who care about Braille and uh, want to be able to share information about Braille, you know, creates create a space where, where that can happen. Well, Scott, you're always very, very welcome here at the Braillist Foundation. And thank you once again. I know this has been our most popular event ever. Uh, we had the highest number of, of registrations for this, this series. So um, massive amount of interest around this subject. So I'm sure there are going to be heaps of questions and lots of people really looking forward to that handout with all those uh, links and, and keystrokes and everything. So thank you so much for putting all of this uh, together for us and hopefully it will improve the Braille experience of iOS. Um, I promised that I would give some of those addresses again. So I'll do that now. Uh, so the page that has the links to uh, Scott's articles, that is HKNC, that's Hotel Kilo November Charlie dot org slash trick, T-R-I-C. That's slash trick, T-R-I-C. So HKNC dot org slash trick and it's trick without the k the other place uh, where you'll find uh, scott's work is on apple viz so that's apple vis.org or if you're on twitter.com sorry sorry i've got that wrong let me change <laughs> that in my notes how did I do that? It's been a long day. Uh, right. And if you want to follow Scott on Twitter, you can do that at Scott Davitt. So that's S-C-O-T-T-D-A-V-E-R-T on Twitter. That's S-C-O-T-T-D-A-V-E-R-T on Twitter Twitter. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Scott. Really appreciate that. And thanks to Ben as well for your help with the uh, moderation and uh, all the uh, behind the scenes stuff. Very much appreciate you being around. Uh, from all of us here at the Brailist Foundation, that's it for now. From me, Dave Williams, Chair of the Brailist Foundation and the rest of the team. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Brailcast Extra. You can find more Braille-related content by subscribing to Braillecast, all one word, in your podcast client of choice, or listening to Braillecast, connecting the dots for Braillists everywhere on your smart speaker. For the latest information about future Braillist events and how to join live, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter at braillists.org slash newsletter slash sign up. You can also visit our events page at braillists.org slash events. If you have comments on this recording or suggestions of topics or guests for future events, we'd love to hear from you. Please email help at braylists.org. You can also find the Braylists on Twitter at Braylists or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Foundation. Finally, if you like what you've heard, spread the word. We welcome new listeners and live participants alike, so if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at the Braillists, thanks for listening and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. 
For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.